A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This is A New World Order, and I am Zane C. Webber, Chancellor of the Fictional Nation of Zane Australia, and with me across the table of discussion of our national issues are... The people's champion and the big red machine of the United States of Seb America, a completely real nation, mind you, Sebastian. Are you Russian now? Nope. What makes you red? Just my patriotism. What is it about you that is mechanic in any way? The efficiency that I run my government. I see. And obviously big because we are a, for a fear, you know, not fearful, a uh, terrifying nation to observe. So we are a big oh, red machine. It's terrifying being here, all right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Great. And I'm, of course, Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. Now, if you are joining us for the first time, we each run a fictional nation on nationstates.net. But this is our second season, and in our second season, we have been beset by a gypsy curse. Those gypsies, they infiltrate every single level of our government. But they were kind enough to warn us first. Yes. At least just one like of them a, was. Just like a, a, a serial killer, killer swinging <laughs> his axe wildly, you know, burst into the room saying, all right, everybody run. That's, that's, that's the kind of generosity we're talking about. Ready or not, here I come. It's, it's general hide-and-seek 101, right, guys? Yeah. So, unfortunately, for two weeks now, we've been suffering a zombie invasion in each of our nations. It's quite an ordeal. Uh, some of us have dealt with it in more ingenious ways than others. So America collapsed entire cities on top of the hordes. Submerica to rebuild afterwards. <laughs> no, we, we rebuilt it as in that process. It is done. They are rebuilt. We now have the best cities you've ever seen. Well, I assume. Yeah, that's well, what my engineers tell me. <laughs> you haven't come out of your underground hole, so you wouldn't know. Why would I leave? I'm perfectly safe. Exactly right. Just keep reading those daily reports, and everything's fine. No, for living corpses, zombies hate being underground. And Andropolia introduced a brainwashing campaign into their schools. Hardly brainwashing. It was a very successful Andropolian re-education program <laughs> where we highlighted the difference between the hordes of zombies coming through and apparently uh, the, the mistaken identity um, uh, that albinos were, were suffering and at the hands of the zombies. Atheism. Well, you know, they kind of stuck that rider on and all right. Can't be a God-fearing One- nation if there's no God. Right? One problem at a time. <laughs> Meanwhile, Zane Australia held a global summit about how to fix the situation. I've rebuilt my city into a fortress. I think I did very well. And you I built saved moats. citizens yep. by not killing citizens. But exactly right. Now, and- now everybody can have, a, can have a nice handy flashcard if they encounter something they you know suspect to be a zombie. Mm. They, can, they can pull up the flashcard and see this little you know, flesh tone reference. 
of, of, of albino, not zombie, zombie or other, which is also not zombie. <laughs> Good. Well, I have a very applicable issue to deal with. Excellent. This week. Applicability is at the core of what we're at about. It is called a bone to pick. Oh. Acclaimed yet controversial thespian Brian Wayne elicited shock and not coincidentally more than a little publicity after performing Hamlet with the severed head of his recently deceased uncle. Was it a zombie? Yes. <laughs> so the head was still talking. I <laughs> Taking the role of Yorick in lieu of the usual fake skull. Right. A debate has begun over proper respect for human remains and whether or not general public should be allowed to own them. I see. It's become a real issue with all the, <laughs> all the living dead walking about. I think the real issue here is do the remains of the deceased have a right to own the living? Uh, maybe I'm coming at this from the wrong nope, angle. Slavery is still illegal in Zane Australia. But either way, it's slavery, right? No. So you can own a zombie. No, well, let's see. Oh, let's see. Let's in. see if we can. Monty with your liberal shenanigans. <laughs> Darling, when I play the, the edible prince, I want your rapt attention, explains the pretentious actor shaking his uncle's left femur at me for emphasis. Did not the jester's head held aloft in my hand both capture and captivate your gaze? Was I not momentarily the solitary tableau vivant to behold and admire? A replica would have lacked authenticity, and the art demands authenticity. Owning human bones should be perfectly legal for all, as should gathering any unclaimed remains. My wondrous panoply of accoutrement could not be complete without these fragments of mortality. How much work, incidentally, has this uncle of yours had in the last few years? He sounds to me like one of those mm, pretentious... Uh, just, a, just a pretentious actor type. Who yeah. would would go? I mean, to, this isn't my uncle. Oh, 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 oh! It's his uncle. This is the, the actor, seven head, and he has his uncle's seven head, and is waving his uncle's left femur at me. Well, I was, I was just thinking, was it a publicity stunt? Is he, oh, in fact, definitely. quite a bad actor, or you know, past his past his prime? And by using a real head, it will attract audiences because they will go, "Ooh, it's, it's a definitely real head. hinted that he." Got more than a little publicity for using a head. Did he kill his uncle? Head. In order it's to not gain it's not the even head. hinted that he did. But I, I, in this situation, his uncle was a zombie, so killing him would have been like a public service. A public service. I see. He's a hero. I see. You guys Removing- are talking so ill of a national hero. <laughs> Removing the head kills zombies, though, as we all know from yeah. from it, a short, it short of the dead. dead. Yeah, well, specifically Shaun of the Dead. I just feel bad that this patriot has been called aside by his leader and accused of horrible things. This wouldn't <laughs> happen in my country. Patriots get medals. <laughs> I guess. We have no military. So somebody, made from what the, do I do with these medals? <laughs> made from the flesh and bone of your enemies? <laughs> I guess so. We, have a, we had a lovely basket weaving industry, so maybe we just like... Yeah, correct. You had a wonderful basket weaving industry before you leveled it to make way for your suburban sprawl, which you then leveled <laughs> in order to create these, you know, highly concrete defensed towers. And the people are happy. Think of all the jobs I created. You know, you know, you know which created. particular dystopian future Seth America reminds me of? 
I like to think it's Back to the Future too. It's definitely Judge Dredd. <laughs> That's also fine. That's, I mean, it's the same thing, really. Option number two. I agree that owning cadavers should be legal, but it should be restricted solely to members of the medical and scientific community with stringent regulations and establish proper consent to safeguard that the proper use of the remains. Recommends Cathelo de Castro, a medical student and keen anatomist. Human specimens are needed by archaeologists and doctors and transplant surgeons, researchers and the like. Letting a liver rot underground is just a waste. But is it your decision to make what happens to your organs? Or do you cease having property over them when you die? Yes, that one. <laughs> no, no, I mean, if, if you can decide what happens with your body when you're living, yes. when you die, does that property right then pass on to your estate? Can they then decide what happens to your body? No. I think that's, that's the heart of this, In the heart of this issue. In no. So your body ceases to be... Uh, you in any meaningful way the second you are declared dead. Correct. A dead person can't own property. (laughs) Option number three. (laughs) What you people are failing to see is the enormous market gap. Giddily giggles entrepreneur Prudence Lane gesturing and gesticulating at a nearby graveyard. There is a fortune of frugals here, buried treasure. Let people pre-sell their future remains to forward-thinking companies or let relatives do the same with the recently deceased. And we can turn off cold, stiff bodies into cold, hard cash. Everyone with anybody wins. Everybody with anybody wins. (laughs) The bereaved can dry their tears with banknotes while we make accessories from real human ivory and handbags from the finest human leather. Um, Leader, has anyone ever told you what lovely skin you have? You would make a very nice purse. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all for uh, commodifying commodifying, uh, the body. Hmm. Mm. Mm. It's not surprising. <laughs> when you equate a human body to something that you can purchase, there are there are problems when it comes to teaching people how they should deal with people when they're alive. Well, if you can sell your labor, right? You if you s- if you own your labor, that if you hold that 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 can't be um, you know commanded by somebody else, like like a slave, where you know. Your labor is then owned by, by by the master. If you think that's fine and that's and that's a good principle to have, that you own your own labor. If you own your own body, why can't you sell it? If you can sell your labor. So okay, let's talk about. There's a couple of different sub issues within this. I'd like to talk about. So okay, so selling off of organs while someone's alive. The idea that they could sell off, say, a well, kidney. Yeah, but. Not in the sense like you need a kidney, I'm going to donate one to you. No, no, in this case, I need $100,000. I think though that kind of thing, like you'd be pushing more towards a organ marketplace while not being held in the black market, but being held in an actual legally- And what's wrong with that? You wouldn't even have to remove the kidney until it's necessary. You could sell kidney futures. That's no, not so wrong. What's wrong? What's no, wrong? No, no, what's no, no. wrong what with that? What you're saying is correct, but it's not the right- <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's the right way to be- going with this. Just, just, just don't go Max Bialystok and sell, you know, five, five kidneys. Five kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> that you then have but to sell. But I'm sure your pricing. <laughs> stop you because you're dead afterwards. <laughs> well, 
my issue is that by enabling this to happen so flippantly when someone is dead, you're opening the doorway to happening while they're alive and suddenly little Timmy, the 10-year-old boy, can't afford a kidney. So but that rich 90-year-old- the genetic opera is what you're- People repossessing organs. No. My issue is that the 90-year-old man with 100 grand is going to get the kidney and the 10-year-old boy is not because he can't afford it. Okay. That's my issue. What's wrong with that? Everything I just said is wrong with that. No, what, what is wrong with that? It's not the direction you should be aiming a society towards. Why you not? You need to make people better and you don't who's, do it through this. Whose call is it? Which direction society should You're elected should official in. in this case. <laughs> Somebody has to make the judgment call that life is important all the way around and you shouldn't just be having dollar values directing who gets to live and die. Why not? Because it well, shouldn't be that inversely, way. Inversely, what you're saying is that a 10-year-old's life is more valuable than a 90-year-old's Of course I'm saying life. that because it is more valuable. What if they grow up to be nobody? What if they have they cerebral grow up? palsy? At least they grew up. What if they love The Last Jedi? I didn't mind it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Option yeah. number four. Heresy! Screams really reverend, reverend Zach Ruff, who claims to be an ordained cleric of a religion I've never heard of. <laughs> have all of you lost your minds? Do you understand what you're saying? When people die, they must be respectfully buried whole. Otherwise, on the afterlife, they will be fragmented. Would you like to spend all eternity as a pile of loose body parts? I'm sure you wouldn't! Do you want the restless shades of the dismembered haunting you? I'm sure I don't. The dead must be allowed to rest in peace, not pieces. I love that this person has based their entire religion of how the afterlife works in um, The Frighteners, yeah. <laughs> to which there is the old like cowboy skeleton ghost who's falling apart and losing pieces. Um, to each their own. I'm not going to you know, make fun of their beliefs, but I would have gone with a different movie, Afterlife. Mm. So this, this issue, I would... Definitely go with option number three. Ooh, which one was that one again? With people being able to pre-sell their organs or have people, uh, your estate, sell on your behalf or whatever. But because of zombies and the just the hygiene involved, and I think I'm going to go with option number two. Oh, dear. Can you refresh me on that one as well, please? Option number two is saying... That cadavers, owning cadavers should be legal, but restricted only to the science and medical. So they fields. can experiment with them and make super zombies. But also, yes, weaponize zombies, the zombie needed. cures, uh, zombie pets. Okay. But also, the medical community will be the one that decides, says who gets the kidney in this case, because they're having yes. full control, which is where I would Correct. be heavily pushing um, you to go. So, because, I mean, Zane Australia is not entirely against free market options, um, but I think when you've got zombies, I, I think just letting bodies or the, of the undead rot or be torn apart and sold to people a la option number one, as in people can do whatever they want with bodies, is a poor option if there when it was, comes to... If there was a potential cure to be found by uh, examining or experimenting on... On a corpse. Which I'm assuming there is. Right. Yeah. Would you not think that that would, that a researcher would be prepared to pay to have a, to have a corpse in their possession? Somebody has a corpse and they're saying, look, it's for sale. I want the money. I didn't care about my, my uncle. 
take whatever body parts you need. I don't care. Yeah, absolutely. But I have a vested interest in finding that cure as soon as possible. And if by through litigation I can say, look, all of these dead bodies now go to science and medicine. You're not going to be using them in performance art or selling them (laughs) to the highest bidder. Until we have a cure for zombieism, then we can we can examine this issue again. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Desperate times mean civil liberties get restricted in Zane Australia. I would have gone that option without the zombies. <laughs> Just, yeah. Ice-filled coffins are ominously positioned in the corner of every hospital <laughs> ward. <laughs> Diet-conscious Zane Australians turn from dairy. Citizens welcome firm leadership. Ugh. <laughs> International body praises the Australian development and citizen pra- citizens praise innovative government solutions. <laughs> Biggest ups. Health. Hooray. 3.6%. Uh, ideological radicality up 1.1%. Intelligence, scientific advancement, authoritarianism, income equality, uh, employment, human development index, lifespan, economic output, average income and average disposable income all up between 0.1 and 0.9 of a percent. Okay. Uh, biggest downs are wealth gaps, obesity, uh, cheese exports and welfare down between 0.1 and 0.5 of a percent. It's not a huge Very good. difference. Just a quick point I neglected to mention. I can't believe I didn't think of it until you were wrapping up. That introduces a direct uh, conflict of interest between the, the person treating treating your 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 disease and the researcher for whom he's, you know, supplying supplying corpses, supplying bodies. He's now not necessarily as interested in curing you as he might have Hippocratic been. Hippocratic oath. <laughs> yeah, they've <laughs> taken it. <laughs> they're, 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 I mean, that it doesn't remove like medical malpractice from a like if anyone has issue with someone someone's death they can always say that and also in that's assuming zombies aren't roaming the streets <laughs> killing people oh. and there isn't a just well, an overabundance of dead bodies. If your doctor is Thanos from Avengers, though, <laughs> then he might think it's better to kill this person to save the next person, though. So Maybe get a doctor. <laughs> Don't go for the nine-foot purple doctor. That's my recommendation. But also, if all bodies go to doctors and research, then obviously they're not going to gain anything from from someone dying first because they already get all the bodies. So there's, there's a I, lot of supply. Timing then becomes the issue and they can get it now if they you People know, are dying treat- every second though. Like <laughs> That's it's true. true. I have a nation of over 2 billion people. Also true, with the but zombies. You <laughs> but you don't think you have competing researchers? They're not all working together towards a common goal. If they have agenda- research. They, they have are. agendas as well. They have, you know, personal. What pride I'm saying is, I think I stake. have more dead people than I have <laughs> researchers. All right. <laughs> yeah, I have an interesting one, Andrew. What are, what did you end up having? Was the quadrilogy or the trilogy of Carnage? You it know, was Quint. It was five. Was I five never, parts. I never succinctly counted how many we had. I think it. It I was think, at least four. I think we got into double digits on that one. It no. just, <laughs> just seemed to roll <laughs> from week to week. The season of carnage. <laughs> the season of carnage. You had the trilogy of science. Quadrilogy. Well, I've got a duology beginning now. Nice. Um, unfortunately, it is the duology of stupidity. <laughs> um, this is not the time to have stupid times. <laughs> um, it's not me. I'm not going to make stupid decisions, but unfortunately. We'll the um the issue itself paints 
me out to be stupid. <laughs> so let's go with that. Uh, my issue is called Sky's the Limit. Like it's a question, who knows? Chaos erupted in the capital this weekend when thousands flocked to the city centers in hopes of acquiring one of the few recently available apartment spaces in all of Suplex City, mm. which I'm, I like to think is the ones that I built last week. Yeah, absolutely. Fighting quickly ensues, ensued, sending hundreds to the hospital. Afterwards, footage emerged of you watching the all-out brawl from your office window while eating popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> With public outcry mounting, you um, futilely lick your own buttery fingers clean and wonder how to best handle the housing situation. So I'm in the situation because of bad PR. This is what's happening. Otherwise, I wouldn't be getting involved. Bad or, PR. Or maybe well, what you've done. I saw watching them have a wrestling match going like, yes, fight my you, pretties. You I think what's <laughs> happened is you've destroyed all the actual housing, <laughs> rebuilt these fortress buildings with so much space. And, the and, walls and, are about a meter thick, yeah. which means there's very little living space. <laughs> dedicated <laughs> to defense that there's not actually enough space for people to live in. <laughs> so they were all out fighting. Who knows? Maybe a few zombies got in there, but obviously it doesn't. Yeah, not- no, obviously they want to get in into these defended places. And I'm just watching from my 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 personal Taj Mahal. <laughs> this is great. As it slowly sinks into the ground because the fight, the crowd looks towards me. All right. An architect who coincidentally also built your office suddenly leaps into the room from a hidden passageway you never knew existed. Oh, God. Leader, there is a simple solution to this conundrum. Abolish any and all height restrictions on our buildings. Just picture it. Apartment complexes, hundreds of stories tall with radio antenna that um, bedeck the sky in sub-American architectural glory. Chip in a few extra big dollars and we could even make some floating palaces while we're at it. I don't need to read any further. Yeah, I'm, Floating palaces? Yeah, exactly right. You can, you can go directly from your bunker- <laughs> To the sky, to, to the sky, overseeing the carnage that you are that you are unfolding. There's two thoughts here. If you guys have played Fallout, not, not Fallout, sorry, um, Bioshock Three, the city of no. Columbia, which is a floating <laughs> religious mecca, which I don't really want the religious part, but I'll take it. Or just a shield helicarrier. <laughs> so tell me, Seb, in in both of those situations, are we living in a utopia or a dystopia? <laughs> A septopia, it yeah, would seem. I think you can find a middle ground. Like there are zombies, so it's not a utopia, but like they're on the ground, no, so it's what a I utopia. Mean is in Bioshock, it's a dystopia. In, right? not in Avengers, it's not. A, it's not either. Is it not? I don't think it's a We're dystopia. We're being killed by giant robots, and half the universe is just. I'm been not bringing those. Is I'm that, just bringing the helicarriers. Dystopia. <laughs> I'm just bringing the helicarriers. <laughs> Um, that crash and destroy Chicago. <laughs> this, other, this other person also is after my heart. Why go up when you can go down? Post minor oh. Asmunda Mole Moliere after <laughs> digging up through the floorboards. Just put us pitmen in, um, to the task and we can dig out a fully functional subterranean wonderland in no time at all. Not to mention, we'll no longer have to fear aerial attacks or sunburns again. If naysayers and dissidents don't like being made to live underground... Just lock the access tunnels off and the problem solves itself. Oh my God, this is a real Sophie's Choice, guys. Do I go Sky Palace or more underground like fortresses? More underground fortresses. You should definitely do that. Yeah, turn Submerica into mole people. There is one more issue. Sorry, one more um, solution, which I, I obviously you can tell because of how giddy I am. I've not read ahead to any of these. So this is a, this is a big surprise. <laughs> I, I just expected 
do you want to build more houses would be the answer. But so far I have not received this option. What's all this nonsense I hear from afar? Exclaimed Genghis Caesar Bonaparte, your minister of historical reenactments, while charging into the room and up upon his armored steed. He plants a flag upon your desk and proclaims, my territory now. Anyway, the real obvious solution to your problem is to eliminate housing deeds and rental agreements in Suplex City. Simply take what you abode, what abode you, um, pleases you, and if any pesca, pesky owner stands in your way, fight them like our warring and wayfaring ancestors of old did. He then rips up your copy of the city's bylaws and scoffs. Who cares about this Lego mumbo jumbo anyway? Well, he's ridiculous. If you guys just, that's all three of my options to this. <laughs> Sky, uh, get rid of safety regulations. The towers can go as high as they need them to do. Or, you know, floating cities, which is very tempting. Or underground lair. That, those that are my one? options. Or just like, hey, here's a couple of guns. Go find yourself a house. Yeah, because then you have only the strongest citizens left to fight off the zombies. I'd rather just have all the citizens left. <laughs> The weak ones so they can just breed until they collapse your <laughs> sky city. Well, that's why maybe, oh, this is really tough. Do I keep going underground or do I go for sky tower? You I can really only go- keep going underground. <laughs> no, I'm going to go sky tower. I think you should go tower. sky tower because it's, it's cutting out regulation, which is a great idea for government. And it doesn't impose any costs on the government. I mean, no, no, they asked for they asked for money at the very end. Um, <laughs> chip no, in a for few the extra palaces. big dollars, and we can even make some floating palaces while we're at it. Yeah, does but, he mean floating, or does he just mean like they're floating because the tower is fifty thousand meters tall and like, sways in the wind? Quite possibly, oh, really but want- it's it's the cheapest option of all of them. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm not sure making a sky a floating sky fortress is the cheapest option, Andrew. No, no, the bulk of the bulk of the developments will be will be. This is really funded. difficult, Seb, because you've got me voting for underground and Andy voting I'm for really... above ground, and you're like, I don't want to choose the third option, so I'm going to have to go with one of them. <laughs> okay, positives what? to sky tower. Sky- Floating sky fortresses, positives to underground. It a is palace, defensible, not a fortress. It's a floating palace is still pretty cool, though. <laughs> Whereas if I go underground, it is more defensible. But the zombies, okay. Seb, could you wake up in the morning knowing that there's a potential for somebody to be lower in the ground than you are at this very moment? I would love to know that my government is underground, but my citizen is, ab- is above the ground and there's just this middle gap that nobody dares tread on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. So what you want is like the ultimate class system. <laughs> this yeah. is a listener yeah. who had the same issue. <laughs> um, this is honestly the toughest choice I've had. Because this they're both should not so be bad. A tough no, all, all options are terrible in a realistic why have, sense. Why have you discounted option three? I'm you've not, got a zombie crisis. You've got a housing shortage. I'm not. That is an emergency my measure. My mission is to save as many people as I can, yes, and, not to help them kill the weaker ones. And, and that is an emergency uh, measure that lets people just go into whatever house they find, whatever shelter they find, to hide from the zombies. I'm going. And s- they cannot be kicked out. 
I'm going on no because then they'll kill people. I don't. I want my people to be unified. And the I zombies think, are killing people already. This is the situation and we're in. If they're in. unified, people should be letting them into their houses anyway to save them okay. from the zombies. My plan was to get people in the city. I've got them there. If I go sky tower, I make the buildings bigger. Yeah, but oh, it's subterranean layers. God, this is so t- sky tower. Why is why is subterranean layers so attractive? I figured like during a war, it's better than having a floating city on yeah, top. Yeah, because they city. definitely can't be flooded. Yeah, or your air supply can't or, or any. <laughs> You're so vulnerable in, in the ground. So vulnerable in the sky too. Well, at least Zombies can, today, at least, sky fire tomorrow. At least you can jump. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the one choice you can still make. Uh, so breaking news. Wealthy pranksters dump refuse on unsuspecting citizens from high up. <laughs> um, Chamber of Commerce applauds government initiative. Income rising, says uh, economists Ooh. say. Uh, Seven America's Natural Beauty, How to Find It, and Green Theatre Program to Go, government says. All right, so my furniture restoration industry increased by 100%. Yeah. Wood chipping went up by 13%. You got to furnish those new apartments. Mm. Rudeness went up by seven, and then it patters off into the fours, which is really unnecessary. Um, as for the downs, my biggest down was 3%, income equality which is not a good one to go down, but it's only 3%, so that's fine. I'm surprised. Oh, my death rate went down, apparently. Oh, that's good. That's I mean, like good in a zombie sense, but also suspicious in a people are up higher where they will fall to death more than if they're on the ground, <laughs> yet they will die less. I don't know. All in all, I'm pretty happy with my new Sky City. Very good. So you're welcome. Maybe one day you guys could visit. I'm not sure how to get... Did the city come to you to pick you up or did you come to the city? Who knows? That's for the engineers to work out. I'm not sure. Andropolians are pretty comfortable in their newfound lake moats. <laughs> so wait, you've surrounded yourself by water. I'm in the sky and underground <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, I think we're doing pretty well from separating ourselves yeah. from the zombies. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, we're the only ones yeah. actually dealing with the issue. Yeah. No, no, Zane had a conference, you see. Oh, oh yeah. very important. <laughs> <laughs> and I've medicated my, pu- my, my public <laughs> and I'm studying the diseased corpses. When the zombies learn to fly, I'll look at medication. Until <laughs> <laughs> then, it's a non-issue. Suspicious superhuman athletes. Vance Armstrong, a seven-time Tour de Andropolia winner, has been accused of taking drugs that enhance overall performance in sports and has subsequently been stripped of all his titles. Pundits now say the problem has spread into other sports like Penguin Ball and the South Pacific Olympics. Oh, you... No, that's what I'm hosting. You can host it. It's rubbish. It's going downhill. So you can host it, but we're going to win, regardless of how we're meant to win. Of course we are. We're going to be dope. <laughs> you sure are going to be dope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they might as well put on capes and masks and go on with the spandex, explains Sports Commissioner Ephthamina Coleman while reviewing a video of a recent Olympic triad. I've seen weightlifters lift 200 kilograms for five minutes straight and marathon runners not even looking tired in the 40th kilometre. We need tighter doping laws in all sports and better drug testing equipment. For the sake of fairness in the sports in Andropolia, we need to test every athlete we can find. Totally against it. (laughs) Of course. What on earth does government have making laws governing how people play games? That's very true. I think this is different for the Olympics, wasn't it? Or was it just in general? 
So it's a so it's a very widespread you know game televised to, to millions of people. It's still a game. It's there's still competition. I think the issue is the government wants their athletes this is like, to participate. This is like, but this if is they like don't, regulating. So what this, what's that no. saying is the the underlying <laughs> the underlying conceit is that you want the games to occur. <laughs> so now if that's not true, <laughs> yeah, your guys can dope as much as they want. But the Olympic board just won't let them compete. Fine. We'll make our own Olympics with blackjack and hookers. <laughs> it's more like a, a very lonely Commonwealth Games when it's just one nation involved. That's fine. Or just like just sport, just national sport is what you want. That's fine. If we're not welcome for the Olympics, that is fine. No, no, you're we welcome. will make our own televised, doped up athletes uh, channel. And it will be wildly popular. It will be more popular than the Olympics because nobody cares about the Olympics anyway. I mean, I don't care about the Olympics. Not but exactly right. But I don't think drugs are the answer to make me care no, about them either. It's seen as this hugely prestigious thing and it's rubbish. Come on, I didn't do anything wrong, asserts Vance Armstrong while sipping a suspiciously glowing energy drink. These allegations are nothing but a ploy but my, by my competitors to discredit my hard work and natural superiority. I've trained all my life to be in this competition. Drug tests are an insulting invasion of my privacy. They should be outlawed. I say I'm clean. The team doctor says I'm clean. Shouldn't our word be enough? So Ooh. he's clearly deflecting there. And <laughs> Wait, so just ban testing? Um, they should be outlawed. Mm. Outlawed sounds like he wants to ban them. This is an interesting double prong. Okay, so by keeping people as strong as they can be, good against zombies. Yeah. By banning any any sort of blood testing, kind of counterproductive to the whole zombie fight. What do you isn't mean? It? No, no, that's that's his point. That why should it matter? Well, I mean, he's not quite putting it that way, but he's saying, "I'm as strong as I am. I'm superior, and I should be trusted to oh, yeah. to to compete just because just because I say I'm fine." Oh, but uh, so I'm happy with him being as strong as he wants to be. Mm. Because it's good against fighting zombies, but I mean, like, but by getting rid of the testing during a national health crisis, right? It might not both ways work for performance enhancing drugs. It's not getting rid of all medical testing, isn't it? I thought it just, it's it, just it's just screening for for performance enhancing drugs, you know, with a focus on on sporting okay, um, uh, applications. Other than whatever. I don't really understand what the issue is. Muses Quincy Keating, a burly small topian diplomat from from a couch in the executive lounge. I watch sports to see the best compete against the best. Who cares if they take drugs or or are drinking chemicals to be stronger or faster? Give all the athletes drugs. As he speaks, he's rapidly switching between three different sporting events on television. Stronger, faster, better. That's what we should want if you ask me. Sure. I mean, like, I wouldn't go that because it makes drugs mandatory. Yeah, the way he says give all the athletes drugs. (laughs) Yeah, but but zombies... Is that is that mandating that they have to be used, or is it simply making them available and saying this is the table of drugs? If it's making it, you'll mandatory. be running later on. I suggest the green ones. <laughs> They're the fastest yeah. acting, <laughs> Andrew. This is your super soldier program. This is the super soldier program, and I have to say, I'm kind of on board for lots of reasons. I would have gone uh, the second option. I think the one that was like, "Who cares? It's their choice," sort of thing. That's what America would do because it's. If the understanding is everyone can do whatever, it's fine. But well, the zombies forcing drugs upon them might be the answer. The, the second one seeks to outlaw, to 
to ban drug testing. Oh, sorry, the number three. And just to go off the word of, of the athletes and, and the doctors yep. that, they're, that they're clean. Number three says it, it's irrelevant whether or not they're clean. This is a competition. You, you want the best versus the best. So let them have drugs. I'm, I'm interpreting that as let them have drugs, not mandating. <laughs> that they it have sounds to. like they have to. <laughs> the phrasing is definitely that they have to. Give them all drugs? No, make them available. They can still resist if they want. Honestly, One, I think number three is the yeah. right answer. Yeah. Number three is to give them drugs? <laughs> No, yes, exactly right. There is one more option. For the zombies, I think it's the right answer. <laughs> Every other situation ever is the wrong answer, but yes. What's there is a fourth one. Enlighten me. Stronger, faster, broken, comments former world heavyweight boxing champion Natalia Ree speaking unusually slowly. We break ourselves. We break each other. Taking drugs just makes it worse. Anything to win. Anything. The problem isn't drugs. The problem is sports. If you value athletes as people, as human beings, you need to ban organized sports. Absolutely not. No, that's the right answer. I knew Zane would want that one. No, <laughs> option number three is the option right number answer. Three. Option number two is the if, right if one. You're, if you're making recreational drugs okay, then you have to make other drugs okay. Yeah. People have to live with what these drugs do to their bodies. Like it's no different. No, exactly right. Banning anything for the sake of health or whatever is counterproductive because it's still going to be available. Yeah, albeit more more expensive and yeah, uh, with 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 a riskier uh, chemical um, ingredients. And in the case of competitiveness, drugs that are available that give that competitive edge is going to entice people to do it more because it's less likely that their competition is using it. Yeah. So Mm. I think make it available across the board makes it fairer. Fairer. Exactly right. And if you care about fairness in sports, I don't care about sports. The second money gets involved, it's not fairer. Money is always involved. That's not my problem that people pay money to watch sports. Who are these virtuous angels that go around doing things for, you know, for glory or whatever that are not thinking I'm about money in some in some way? Just saying this takes out people from poorer communities that could have had a future in sports because they can't afford the they latest. They can find sponsors. They're not prevented from finding sponsorship. Unless everyone's doping up and they can never prove themselves to be as good as they could be yeah, because they're surrounded by super soldiers. Seb, you're, you're also like, there are poorer communities that don't have sports fields or sports equipment. I agree, and that's a problem. But the problem dealing right now is drugs. Otherwise, they'd be dealing with that problem of um, facilities. Which so, I did deal with that. So which facilities. option would you pick? What was one again? What was that one again? One was to um, to roll out newer newer um, drug, drug, drug testing and test laws. To, everyone all the time. Yep. Oh, well, I'm, everyone all the time is extreme, but the idea of drugs are not okay for sport, that's the one. Why not? A, I want my country to be part of the Olympics. All right. What about what about? Because obviously I'm purging my na- no. national law. Not what about carb loading before before a marathon? Is that okay or is that wrong? Yeah, it's fine. That's fine. Yeah. But what about the other competitors that can't afford pasta? Everyone you're unfairly <laughs> pasta and rice. You have an unfair so really advantage cheap. by carrying around more carbohydrates on, on on your run than any of your competitors. That's unfair, Seb. I mean, when when it comes down to it. There is an arms race in all professional sports as to what what they have regulated against already 
and what is available already. Mm-hmm. So, and if it's something is gives you a boost but is not regulated against, you can guarantee that every professional athlete that can get their hands on it will use it until it's regulated against. Absolutely. Like Lance Armstrong said that exact same thing. It's like everyone does it until it's illegal yeah. and then they move on to what isn't illegal yet. Yeah, yeah. And so in that sense, in this arms race, Andropolia has opened the floodgates and addressed it honestly. And... And Andropolian athletes are close to breaking the two-minute mile and the 16-metre long jump. Our civil rights rose from very good to excellent. Well done, Andropolia. And the Andropolia Sentinel reports, pedantry on the rise, well-written study says, passerby saves child from mugger. Oh, that's great for crime. Yes. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. It might just be compassion, though. Well, also a good thing. Yeah. We're, we're quite low on that. <laughs> yes, you are. Andropolia more chill than ever before, and lower taxes, taxes put spring in step, money in pocket. So the gambling industry is the big winner this week, <laughs> up 33%. <laughs> Recreational drug use, up 27 That's fine. That's all fine. Corruption is up 15%, believe it or not. I... Choose to believe it. And ideological radicality up 4%. The death rate has also increased 1.5%, but you know, quite someone small. has to die. Someone Why has not to the die. athletes? This is exactly right. As far as the downtrends, authoritarianism is down 3%, health down 3.5%, um, as is lifespan, social conservatism down 4 and safety down 5%. All right. So. But not for the good, increase not in great during a zombie invasion, no. But people are having, you know, are, are free to have a good time. They're, yeah, they're they're free to have a good time and run really fast. Actually, that's awful. But it's good against the zombies. <laughs> 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 Look, freedom. Freedom sucks a lot of the time. Freedom sucks because when you let people do what they want, a lot of the time they want to do sucky things. That's right. People are trash. I agree. No, no, no. It's not that people are trash. It's that freedom is unpredictable. And if 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 you people. value freedom, if you value freedom, you have to be prepared for the fact that people are not going to behave the way that you would like them to. So you heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> Go out and cheat on all your razors. No. <laughs> so I have been Zane C. Weber. But before we leave, find us on Facebook, on Twitter. Please do. We have a Patreon and one in every five episodes will be patron only and that is when we will be doing the roundup of how our coping with the uh, latest disaster happens every every five episodes so find us there um i think that's it you can email us at a new world order podcast at gmail.com so i've been zane c weber chancellor of the federal council of zane australia twirling forever towards an increasingly zombie free future I've been your people's champion, your big red machine, Sebastian of the United States of South America. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. I can't believe I'm saying this. I miss the one in 200. I got <laughs> Don't so, say that. I got, so used, to, I got that? so used to hearing it. New season, shorter titles. It just, just <laughs> rolled off the tongue very nicely. <laughs> and I've been Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you all, carte blanche, sans plume. Till next time, gentlemen.
James and Riley. How you going? Oh, I'm very well, thank you, Curtis. What's thank- up? Oh, mate, I'm just we're doing a promo now, right now for our new podcast. Well, what's it called? It's called Unfeatured Articles. Well, what do we do? What do we do? Thank you for asking, Riley. We look up every week the weirdest that Wikipedia has to offer. We dive into the comedic trenches of that website and find pure gold, baby. Pure sexy gold. And we put it all on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever you find your podcast. So please find us on Facebook, etc. Unfeatured Articles. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.